Before we get into today's Reddit stories, I first of all need to tell you about one of my other favorite Reddit podcasts out there, The OKOP Show. If you guys are looking for even more daily Reddit content, then The OKOP Show with John and Sam is perfect for you. Just search for the letters OKOP wherever you get your pods. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Cheat on me and brag to your friends. Enjoy deportation. I met this girl, 22 at the time, while I, a 30-year-old man at the time, was working in a national park, and she was a housekeeper on a work visa. We instantly hit it off, and within a month, we were in a relationship. We even had a solid long-distance arrangement, where we'd visit each other on recreational visas in our respective off-seasons. I'd spend a few months in Romania, or meet her at some vacation destination, then she'd spend a few months in the States. This went on for about two years, and eventually the conversation came up with her family about possibly moving her to the States permanently. Romania never really recovered from the Ceausescu regime and political economic corruption makes life pretty unpleasant for a lot of people. Her marrying and moving to the US meant that her mum wouldn't have to worry about her daughter having a good life. I arranged for sponsorship and proposed to her. It seemed like my dreams were coming true. Then, about a month after she's all settled in, I get a message from her best friend back home. What followed were a year's worth of screenshots wherein she bragged about conning me into paying for her residency while she cheated on me with eight different men. In her friend's words, You are a good man and you don't deserve this So over the following two weeks I reported her to ICE and Homeland Security For a conversation her brother and I had over a bottle at one point He bragged about how he'd done time in prison For smuggling weapons to Turkish terrorists And how she'd been his lookout on several occasions As you might imagine in the war on terror days This was not taken lightly She was immediately arrested and deported And put on a permanent no-entry terror watch list Want to take advantage of me and cheat? Have fun never being able to come back to the States. Now look guys, I'd be lying if I said that I don't love nuclear revenge, supernova, black car revenge, all that stuff, you know, that involves things that are just truly mental, incredibly illegal, that sort of thing. However, there's something amazing about legal revenge like this that's just so professionally done. Nothing too drastic, just all within the law. And yeah, you got what you wanted legally okay looking at the comments apparently op still hears from this person and both of her brothers most of her cousins too all sending him death threats and her mum congratulating him saying she could use a son like me strange the mother's approving what you did but the rest of the family are saying you need to die franchise owner told me i was a nobody who should know her place he doesn't have a business now i got hired to be the manager and completely run a frozen yogurt shop after working at a different location that had different owners for years i was promised great pay and complete control i get there and it was a train wreck 
The type of yogurt they sold you took a powder base, mixed with milk, and add flavors. The workers were just pouring straight milk into the machines. The floors under the machines literally had never been cleaned. I found an anthill under the cold topping cooler. I found mold in multiple machines. They didn't have a blender to mix the yogurt or a recipe chart for employees. The owners also owned a subway, so the only knives they had were dull subway knives. They had no gloves or cleaning supplies of any kind besides dish soap. I worked my butt off cleaning the store, literally spending hours with a razor scraping the years of yogurt off the floor. The owner fussed at me for doing unnecessary things on the clock and demanded that I clock out if I wanted to do that. He also only kept four employees at a time in the store and tried to make them all work at the subway too so he could just pay them that way. I refused. One of the employees he had when I got there was literally 14. The state I lived in allowed that but had very strict rules about it. Like they can't work before 7am or after 7pm. They need to have a 30 minute break every four hours, etc. The owner made the schedule and I noticed that he had the 14 year old there alone for six hours. I go in on my day off to order toppings and then told her she needed to clean, not just sit on her phone the whole time. She got annoyed with me, but finally did it. Then I come out of the office, clock in and tell her she has to take a 30 minute break. She goes off on me and I'm like, look kid, it's the law. She called the owner about it and he immediately yelled at me that I was no one and had no authority. I have no right to make her clock out and I needed to understand my place. So the next day I opened. I cleaned all the machines, filled them with cleaner water, not yogurt, and put them to wash cycle. I mopped the awful floor, took out the trash, then went into the office and typed up a sign with pictures I'd taken of all the disgusting things I'd seen and since fixed. I printed it out, taped it to the door on the inside so it couldn't be ripped off, locked the door, slid my keys under it, blocked the owner, and left. The sign read, Dear customers, I apologize for the inconvenience. Due to the owner, owner's full name, believing this is an acceptable way to keep the store and that cleaning this is unnecessary, I, a nobody who should know her place, have decided you deserve to know the disgusting state of this store prior to my employment. The store will remain closed until he tricks someone else to manage it for minimum wage after promising $18 an hour. Feel free to speak to the owner at the subway across the shopping center. I don't recommend eating there though. I've also contacted the Department of Health and the Department of Labor for his illegal hiring of a minor without following the law and his demand that all workers here also work at the subway so he only has to pay us subway checks with yogurt shop name hours added on. Corporate of both, the frozen yogurt chain and the subway, have also been contacted over the multiple contract violations the owner has done. Apologies again for the inconvenience. If you still would like a cold sweet treat, I recommend another ice cream shop nearby. In conclusion, the yogurt shop and his subway got closed down. Oh wow, it's clear this guy is just rotten to the core. Like All the stuff that he's trying to do is so illegal. What's he doing? Saying, yeah, you're actually a subway employee, but no, you don't actually work in that building. It's just easy for paperwork and I can probably pay you less. That's probably what it was going for. What a strange man. Just trying to get every possible penny out of you lot. Going against employment laws. Why is he employing a 14-year-old in the first place and then not having them do the stuff that is just so legal? Again, in the same way in the first story, what you're doing here is completely legal, which I love. The sign, by the way, so good. Imagine being a customer, going up to that shop and reading that. You'd be like, what the heck has gone down here? I love it. And yeah, I'm going to go to another yogurt shop, not this one. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. It's a really bad idea to make a government employee angry. This one is a double government employee event. And what you should know is if you get the attention of a government employee and make them angry, they will make your life a living hell. The setup is that I was working for a local county government in the permitting department to handle drainage and floodplain enforcement. I received complaints from a homeowner, a nice guy, who lived next door to a house that was part of an incorporated village. Not a nice guy. The nice guy lived in an unincorporated portion of the county and hence the call to me as an agent of the county. I drove out to the sites and to investigate and discovered some interesting facts. The permitting agent for the village allowed the incorporated homeowner to fill his lot, affecting the drainage, which caused the unincorporated lot to flood every time there was anything more than light rain. The nice guy indicated that there was some tension between him and the not nice guy, and part of the issue was that the nice guy and his partner were a gay couple. This ran up a red flag for me, but in trying to be impartial, I took the information and some photos for the file and indicated that I would contact the village to find a resolution. I wrote a letter and then called the village inspector, Jack Wagon, to discuss. I was told by Jack Wagon that the village could do as it pleased, and that I could do nothing to stop the not nice guy from doing as they pleased, as it was approved by the village there was then a comment about those type of people the gay couple making complaints just to cause trouble i was now on the case and it was time to make sure everything done on the incorporated lot was 100 percent legal at this point the game certainly was now on because if there's one thing that grinds my gears it's bullying Oh, hey, I go one step further than that. It's not just bullying. It's also homophobia I went back out and spoke to the nice guy to let them know what I was up to and also that I was not going to let this slide I then started investigating the elevations on the two lots and what Phil had been placed on the incorporated lots The not nice guy came out and started getting belligerent about my presence and ongoing investigation He incorrectly stated that I did not have jurisdiction over his lot and that he would be calling the police I patiently listened and then pulled out my two-way radio and requested that the home base dispatch both a village and a county police unit to the location i then indicated that since there was a regulatory floodplain on his lot i did in fact have jurisdiction and that i would be exercising my right to determine the impact of his fill activities upon that floodplain both of the police units showed up and i let them know what was going on they were both appropriately agitated to have to waste their time and let the not nice guy know that i was within my authority to proceed with the investigation a little while later while i was measuring things jack wagon showed up He started berating me about harassing the village resident and threatening calling my boss and filing a complaint and so forth I invited him to do so quoting which parts of the code he should indicate I was violating I was using marking paint to show the limits of the floodplain for the photos for the file And what do you know jack wagon's shoe got painted when he tried to stop me Obviously, he was even more angry as was the homeowner due to very bright orange paint in the grass in his yard I pointed out I had done the same on the neighboring lots, but they just kept complaining. It was actually marking chalk that comes off pretty easily. Interestingly, I found two really wrong things on the not nice guy's lot. One, there was fill placed in the floodplain. And two, a garden shed was built on the fill and partially within the floodplain. Both are a big no-no and are actually against federal law. So the course of action had two parts. First, make the incorporated homeowner remove the fill and shed from the floodplain. And two, let the nice guy place fill in their lot outside of the floodplain to counteract the fill remaining in the not nice guy's lot outside of the floodplain. I also told the nice guy it would be a good idea to run a field tile on their side to drain the water that would inevitably pond up between the two lots when it rained. 
Predictably, the not nice guy and Jack Wagon got super angry when I sent the letter out that there were violations that either had to be corrected, remove fill and shed, or apply for a revision of the floodplain with the Army Corps of Engineers. Good luck with that. This then led to a meeting at the county office with not nice guy, Jack Wagon, my supervisor, and myself. Quickly, things went to 11, and there was yelling by Jack Wagon about abuse of power, etc. The department head came into the conference room and told them both they were wrong and that they should leave peacefully and comply or face the consequences, fines. The best part was that the not nice guy had to apply for a permit and guess who was the one to review and approve it? That's right, yours truly. Now, I was following the letter of the law, but you have to know that poor government workers are underpaid and overworked. Strangely, the permit for nice guy was almost immediately approved, while the not nice guy had to have a very thorough review to ensure it was correct. You can make a case that I was abusing my power, but I can assure you that the timing for their review was well within accepted limits. Also, how could I be held to account that they misfiled three times before they finally got it right? Generally, if you behave like a civil human and came to the office, we would help you get things done properly so the permit would go through first time. But the not nice guy decided he could do it all on his own, so it took him three tries. Had he come to the office, I would have given him the same service as others, but he decided to take the hard route, and therefore I didn't give a single inch when it came to the submission being perfectly correct. Ultimately, the situation was resolved, but it took a lot more effort than it should have. Moral of the story, don't be an entitled homophobic jerk. Well, if you didn't know what floodplains were, guys, now you do. Uh, A lot of technical stuff in that one. But if you got through that okay, then fair play to you. And also fair play to me for reading it. I've got to say, although it was technical and what you did was great. Yeah, the main issue here is that there's clear homophobia going on. I think what you're inferring is that if this couple weren't gay then none of this would have really been an issue in the first place, which is just horrible to see in 2022. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you have enjoyed it. I just love Pro Revenge. It's just so good and satisfying. And if you do too, and you want more right away, check out this episode on screen, linked in the description down below as well. And I'll see you guys all tomorrow with another Reddit episode. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.